In my devotional reading recently, I was struck by a phrase in, found in 2 Corinthians 11. Uh, the Apostle Paul says, "For But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds will be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. I love that phrase, the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Heavenly Father, help us to capture a vision for your simplicity and a purity of devotion to Christ and to not be deceived as Satan was, as, as Eve was by Satan, by complexity, the appeal of complexity through Christ we pray. Amen. You know, there's a power in simplicity. Maybe you've heard the phrase, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. I've learned recently, and as many of you probably know, I know a lot of you military people know, um, that phrase was actually, they, they, they believe was coined by a man by the name of Clarence Kelly Johnson, who led some of the most innovative teams in American history. Johnson was an aeronautics engineer at Lockheed Martin who created, led really a secret division uh, called named Skunk Works. Now, he actually began working during for the government during World War II when he was in his 20s still. But later on, started this, uh, developed this group called Skunk Works, which was humorously named. Um, but anyway, uh, aircraft designers that designed some of aviation's most significant breakthroughs in record time. Breakthroughs like the U-2 plane or the Blackbird, which is still the fastest uh, plane ever made. But simplicity didn't make things inferior, didn't uh, mean things were thrown together or of poor quality. Simplicity meant refinement. It meant eliminating unnecessary complexity. Simplicity meant, he said, remember, we need these airplanes to be better airplanes and to be able to be repaired by ordinary mechanics. To be able to be repaired if they uh, are, you know, in theater sometime just by ordinary uh uh, mechanics who, who uh, can be able to fix things at home, not by uh, people who are superior in their education, but just ordinary people. Some actually say that um, they believe that uh, Kelly Johnson's planes kept us out of World War III. That's a quote. 2 Corinthians 11, 3 the Apostle Paul says basically the same things. One of the keys to walking closely with God is to keep it simple. He observes that what God got Adam and Eve into trouble was complexity. I've never thought about it in those terms until recently. In the garden, God kept it simple. Don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Simple as that. Satan comes along and makes it complex says, oh, no, God's being nuanced than that, you know? Did God really say, you can't, no, it's more complicated. To use Paul's words, their minds were led astray from simplicity, the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. I got to thinking, Jesus made the same point in his parable of the seed and the sower. 
in Matthew 13. I'll, re- I'll read that. So, Jesus, so listen to the parable of the sower. Verse 19 says, uh, when anybody hears the word of God about the kingdom of heaven and doesn't understand, the evil one comes and snatches it away like what was sown in the heart. This is the one sown along the path. The one sown on the rocky soil is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, but has no root and is short-lived when distress and persecution comes because of the word of God, immediately he falls. It gets complicated by stress and persecution, makes things cloudy. Verse 22, now the one who sows among the, the one sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and becomes unfruitful. But the one sown on good ground is the one who hears and understands the word who does produce fruit. I get to thinking about that. The seed sown on thorny ground gets complicated. Life gets, first life is simple. With It's like believe in Christ, obey him. And then it gets complicated by the worries of life. It gets distracted by the side responsibilities that we have. The, the desires for wealth choke it out and make it unfruitful. There's a popular plaque that says the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. We lose the main thing because of the daily pressures of life, don't we? We get busy. We start to worry. We get anxious about things that are going to happen, things that we need to do. We don't have time to keep it simple and to take time to pray, take time to read scripture. And all of a sudden, the complexities of life deceive us and sidetrack us from the simplicity and purity of Christ, that he is adequate, that he is our priority. Whenever we make the Bible complex, it's a sign that we're being distracted. Whenever we make God's commands too complex, it's evidence that things are getting confused. Legalism makes God's word complex. Hey, it's not about a relationship. Don't just focus on the relationship with God. You got to make sure you keep the rules. Uh, Did God really say, uh, so it's not just legalism though, but it's also temptation makes it complex. Does God really say honor your father and mother? Does the Bible really say God hates divorce? But Jesus said, seek first the kingdom. Keep it simple. Did God really say in the beginning God made them male and female? Did God really say whoever believes is saved, whoever does not believe is condemned already? The main thing is to keep Jesus at the center. It's a simple thing. Seek first the kingdom. Don't make it complex. Don't turn Christianity into religion. Don't rationalize Jesus' instruction to make it mold, to make it complex so that it somehow is able to compromise with the world. Keep it simple. Following God is as simple as John 10, 27. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep. My sheep know me. 
they hear my voice and follow. Do you remember Enoch in the Old Testament? Not a whole lot has told us about Enoch. It just says that Enoch walked with God and then he was no more. In the New Testament, in, in um, Hebrews uh, 11, where it's given the, the Hall of Fame of the Faith, it says Enoch is, an, is, is, is one of the Hall of Fame, is one of the faithful of the Hall of Fame. Why? Because he walked with God and he was no more. Don't you wish it said more? Aren't you glad God kept it simple? You know what it's about? It's about walking with God. Keep it simple. What's it mean for you to walk in simplicity and purity with God? John 15, 1. Talk about simplicity. Jesus said, I'm the vine. My father's the gardener. Every branch that's in me doesn't produce, that does not produce fruit, he removes. He prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word that I've spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. How about that for simple? Just as the branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I am him produce much fruit because you can do nothing without me. I just think about all the books that are written about uh, Christian growth. All the books and conferences about how to start a church and how to grow a church and all this time. And I'm not saying that they're un, that, that they're not useful, but but what if we just kept it simple? Jesus says, you want to produce fruit? You want to be fruitful? This is what you need to focus on. Abide in me. And I abide in you. Simple. Lord, what's it look like for me to abide in you and for you to abide in me and therefore for you to produce fruit? We can think the answers are so complicated that you need to be some kind of spiritual engineer to figure it out and to deconstruct it and to reconstruct it again. Enoch walked with God and he was no more. Abide in me and I am you. It is the beautiful simplicity of Jesus Christ. Make your home with the faithful one. Abide in him. Keep it simple. So Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 11.3, I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your mind will be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. What does it look like for you to get back to the simplicity of Christ? The purity of devotion to him. Keep it simple. Maybe we'll fly higher and faster than ever before if, if, if we could just figure that one out. Heavenly Father, uh, I thank you that you are such a wise, great God, that you are wise and great enough to make what is most important to us simple and accessible that we can all walk in it. 
Lord, each of us hears, hearing your word today needs to hear you specifically clearly say what it means for us to keep it simple. How have we allowed things to get complicated? Our relationship with you is com complicated. And we just need to come. And how do we need to go back to just walking with you? Abiding with you. Following you as our good shepherd. Today. In this moment. Lord, would you produce fruit in us. As you show us how to abide in you. This is our prayer through Christ. Amen. Thanks. And I haven't said this for a while, but if you have any requests and any passages or topics you'd like for us to address, um, let me know and I will assign them to somebody else on staff. You no, know, I'll be glad to, to do what I can. Thanks. Have a good day.